Yeah, it seems pretty cliche that let's just do an episode on happiness. It's a simple topic, right? It's something that we should just probably talk about. It's an easy one. It's a lay down. You know, not so much. I think this is a very, very important topic that most of us spend the majority of our lives not focusing on. I mean, truly. Happiness is such a simple concept. We embrace it when we're kids. And then we seem to lose sight of it as we get older and life happens. We're going to talk about happiness, and I'm going to do my best today to get you guys refocused on your own happiness as a traveler today on Travel Evolved. This is Travel Evolved. I'm Mark Holloway. Welcome to today's episode. I'm This is a good one. For those of you that know me know that sometimes I struggle with what I sometimes consider the, the touchy-feely ones. I am not typically a touchy-feely guy, but I am kind of touchy-feely, if that's a thing, when it comes to, I guess, helping other people feel better and improve their lives. And I do a lot of stuff, as you guys know, those that subscribe to this channel, those that subscribe to us on one of our our podcast platforms, you guys know that I spend a lot of time trying to really help you guys become a little bit more financially stable as a traveler, and that's really the, the ultimate focus on what Travel Evolved is. However, when we created this series and we created this show, it was important to me that we brought a lot of other things into it, things that I felt that... You know, if you just got one knucklehead sitting here talking to you guys about things that you know, you know this stuff, but if I can help you remember it, just because you're listening to this thing for other reasons and I can sneak something like this in, <laughs> then that's good. And that's what I want to do today because I just want you to listen to this episode because I did spend a lot of time kind of thinking about it and, and figuring out, again, I, I, I really considered very carefully when I wanted to do all these episodes, how I wanted to do them how I wanted the cadence of these episodes to go, much more so than anything I've ever done before. There was a, There's a, a method to my madness, for sure. And I want to get this one again out relatively quickly. I think that this is only our 11th episode because I think it's important as a good framework for why it is you guys do what you do. I mean, if you're not happy, what are you doing this for? I mean, what are you doing this for? I understand that sometimes money and financial responsibilities comes into play, but you can make good money and have more of a a solid, stable, secure career at a facility, right? You could find the, the facility of your dreams and that would give you probably more stability than this. So there has to be more than just making money because we all know anybody that's been involved in travel for any length of time knows that there are times when you guys aren't making a ton of money or you have to 
you know, go without an assignment or you get terminated or you're struggling to find an assignment of your choice or who knows what. Maybe your specialty isn't always in high demand. So I guess today we're going to focus a little bit on, on this happiness feature, which is, is not, it's not a small thing, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, I want to take, as I always do, some time to thank everybody for subscribing to our, our YouTube channel for sure. I really didn't expect, I kind of had a plan of where I wanted to see the subscriptions to be as time went by, and I have a, a, an eventual goal, and we're surpassing that goal for me, which is good. Um, I, it tells me what we're doing is, again, making some sense to you guys. And I, I believe that there are always going to be episodes that you might not think are going to be great for you. I don't, I don't. You know, maybe you're, maybe you're married and it's talking about traveling with a partner and you don't do that. Or maybe it's talk, we're talking about traveling with a pet. Or maybe you totally understand how to get your resume together and you don't need help with that. My suggestion always is there's going to be something I hope, I really hope, my, you guys should know, my desire is that I'm going to throw something in there, whether it's planned or I just happen to regurgitate it because I've been doing this for so darn long, that something will make it go, oh. I never thought of that, or I never heard that. That's interesting, and it gets you guys thinking and maybe taking it to another level where you now are taking some silly thing I said and now evolving it into something that really makes sense to you as a traveler. So um, thank you guys for subscribing. Thank you for, again, listening and watching our, our, our stuff. It's important to us. We appreciate it. As you can tell, I'm still on our remote studio. will be for quite a while here. Um, just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, with the company that I that I'm the CEO of, and I'm just having a blast, and we're going to talk about that a little bit today for the first time, which is kind of cool. But um, I guess I want to start off by talking about a story. And I was talking to a friend of mine. I've known her for 12 years now. She's one of my summer buddies. Happens to be a doctor, a physician uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, spends time where I where I do. Our kids have grown up together. Super great lady, very, very smart, um, business entrepreneur woman, so not just a, a doctor, but also a businesswoman as well. And I was telling her about, you know, she knows what, what I'm doing, and, and she, we were talking about a podcast, and I told her about this episode. She said, oh, I've, I've got a kind of a story for you, and I wanted to relay this story because I think it's, I felt it was really good, and I asked her if I could steal it. She said, absolutely, that's why I gave it to you. Here's what she told me. When she was in her, you know, first got out of med school, and she'd finished her residency and all that kind of fun stuff, she was going to take on the world. She had all these things that she knew that made her happy. And she really said a lot of this has to do with being, being a woman because you know, oftentimes, uh, in her case, she had children and life really changed for her, which is kind of unfortunate. Because it seems like that is uh, maybe a sexist thing to say, but it seems to, at least back, she's exactly my age. So back when I was growing up and when I first you know, was, was of the age of having kids, it still was where a lot of the burden of, of child raising landed on a woman's shoulders, unfortunately. And so life had kind of changed for her. And she said, I got lost in what was making me happy. And all of my friends and a lot of other women I knew, and she said, I'm sure this is for men too, also did the same thing. And I, I agree. I said, yeah, it happened to me. You get involved in being a dad and being a husband and you start to sacrifice things for yourself. I think justifiably so in order to provide for your kids, whether it's a happy home or great memories, or, you know, you sacrifice and, and you do things for others, which is part of being a great human. But what does happen is you lose sight of the things that make you happy. And she said, someone had asked her, and I'm not going to do this story quite right. I know I won't already because it's been about five days since she told me it, but somebody had asked her to name 10 things that made her happy, that truly gave her joy in her life. And she said, she couldn't get past four. 
couldn't get past four things that she truly loved that, you know, again, everyone's got their own thing, but what is it that gives you happiness? What is it that gives you actual joy that you love doing? She came up with four, and she said, it really shocked me that I could only come up with four things that I truly love to do. And it was, you know, she said he couldn't lump two things together that were really similar. So she said, I really, and I struggled. I sat there and struggled and struggled. And he said, I I went back home. So she's been doing this now for many, many years. She's been duplicating that story and asking friends and patients when they're talking about their lifestyle. She's asked them to come up with their list of 10 things, 10 unique things that they do, that that they have in their lives that gives them happiness or joy. And she says, it's almost like clockwork that people can get to about seven and then they literally cannot think of any others. So what I'm going to ask you guys to do, if you're able to, pause this video, pause your, your phone for a minute or whatever you're listening to me on or watching me on, and just, just humor me here. Just take five minutes and come up with your list and then come back to me. And I'm going to pause for a second. And for those of you who didn't do it, shame on you. I want you to play along. Have fun. <laughs> Try to go back and do it. So I did this, and she was surprised. I did it right in front of her. I rattled off 10 things. And she said, that's good. She goes, I, don't have, I never have that happen. And she said, it's probably because you focus a lot of your, your time on this podcast and things like that. I said, you're right. I bet you if you would have asked me this three years ago before I really got involved in especially, you know, a, a podcast type platform or a, or a, a weekly episode where I'm coming up with creative content, I would have struggled with it. Certainly before I really got involved in mentoring and, you know, being a more hands-on CEO of my company, I, I know I would have struggled with it. I know I would have. And I think a lot of it has to do with age as well. I think as you get older, you start to revisit the things that make you happy. The point of that exercise was and, and see what you did. If you came up with 10, congratulations. Awesome. We're going to talk about focusing on those for the rest of the episode. If you didn't, you and I both know you have 10 things. There are 10 things in every human that gives them joy, that they love to do, that makes them happy. You just got to go back and remember what those are. And then we're going to focus on how to be able to focus on some of those again. Getting a little bit selfish with, your, with yourself because life is short. And I want this episode to really focus on those things that you do that give you joy, that you love doing, that make you happy. So I wanted to kind of throw it out there because I think it's important. And some people say, well, why is it important to be happy? I think because life is a thousand times, not a hundred, but a thousand times better if you go through it happy. It's important. And we're going to talk about all the reasons why it's important to be happy, but I'm just going to tell you right now, just listen to me and hear me and believe me and trust me and verify it later. Life is better when you're happy. I've been miserable. I've been happy. Have you guys been miserable and been happy before? Isn't life like a thousand times better? Life is horrible if you're miserable or if you're unhappy. And lots of times you can change your mental attitude. Sometimes you actually have to change your life to become happier which I know many of you are saying, I did. I got into travel because I was so miserable with working at the same hospital. And for all the reasons that we've already known in polls and surveys that I've done as to why people become travelers, a lot of it has to do with getting themselves happier with their career again, which I think is awesome. And it's great that you recognize what was making you unhappy and that you've moved that and moved into an area of your life that starts to make you happy. And that's great. Life is short. 
Um, I don't want to get too touchy-feely, as you guys know I am, but I know life is short. We all know this, right? We all know this, but sometimes we don't think that it's going to happen to us or somebody that we care about. Life is unpredictable. It is short. And from what I know and what I'm guessing, I don't know anything, but what I, I only, all I know is that I have recollection of this one life. If I've lived other lives, I don't remember them. So this one, this is the one I was given. This is the one that I want to make the most of. And I, for me, part of my philosophy in, in living is you really only go around this trip one time. So why wouldn't you want to make the absolute most of what you have is beyond me. And so many people settle, they go through life and say, oh, this is just the card that's been, you know, the deck that's been handed me, the, the hand I've been dealt. And sure, there's some truth to that, but you can change things. So it's important to me because I think life is short, it is unpredictable. If, you, if, you, if one of the things that makes you happy is spending time with your family, spend time with your family because you don't know how much time you or they have. And I'm not trying to be morbid or trying to be whatever, but the fact is that's the truth. And all of us know this. And all of us regret if we aren't with somebody that, that we've lost because we didn't spend that kind of time with them. It's important. It's also important, because we don't know how much time we have, to give as much time as you can to the people that love you because you won't be there someday and they will miss you a lot. And it's unfortunate because... Sometimes we're so enamored in what we're doing that it has nothing to do with not even making us happy. You guys get what I'm, the point I'm making. I guess what I'm really getting at is I, I think in this episode, I, I truly believe that happiness is a choice. We've all been there. We've all been in times when we've had to pick ourselves up and say, all right, I've had the pity party. I've, I've had this tough situation. I'm now going to change my life or you know, get back to being who I am and get happy again. Sometimes you have to go through that that process, right? You have to go through that those phases in order to get to that point where you can get happy again. I get it. I understand it. But get there as quick as you can. Because I do totally believe that the way you live your life is a choice. We all know people who are miserable, unhappy all the time, right? You guys work with them. Hopefully you're not them. If you are, recognize it. If you work with somebody or, or you have a, some of your friend of yours that you know that is constantly miserable and it's always woe in me, doesn't that seem like that never ends? It's almost like bad things and bad luck happens to them because the universe is actually, you know, you're putting that out there and you're getting back what you receive, which is another thing that I believe and not everybody does, but I also believe that you, you kind of get what you put out there. Same thing happens with people who are happy. And I've, I've said this before in other, other things I've done. Have you ever met or known someone that is so giddy happy they're like man is that person ever is there ever anything that bothers that person and of course the answer is yes there is but those people that are just overwhelmingly happy all the time have learned or have just you know that person that they are happens to be someone that is not going to let the bad things in life that happen to us all all of us get them down for the long period of time they're not going to stay down for the count I don't know of anybody I'm trying to search my memory brain, my memory here, uh, and my brain on uh, live on on camera and on audio to see if I can think of somebody that I know that has never had a setback in life or something you know that's not been wonderful happened to him. And I can't think of anybody. We all know that it seems like that. We always look at people that we know, like oh, they've got the greatest life, everything's wonderful, and we all know that that's a bunch of you know what. 
that typically their lives aren't what it looks like. They're just either good at hiding it or they don't let it affect them so much that they're going to bring everything in their life down to that level. They're going to say, this is what's happened and here I go, right? That's, I think, a choice. And I, I, I know people that are consistently miserable and almost look to negative things to be like, see, 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 I, I knew this was going to happen. I, I see this is happening, whether it's things that are happening in the world or things that are happening to them personally. And I do believe that you can make a decision to be either one of those. I'm going to try to convince you today to, be, to make the decision to be the person that is happy for a lot of reasons. We all know those people. I think you have to stop and absolutely appreciate every moment that you're in. Not all of them. Some moments you don't want to appreciate, right? I've had this story before. I've told this story. You guys know that I'm, I've been trying to be a surfer. And one of my best recent memories is a couple of years ago, I had two of the best days with my kids I've had in a long time, and I did nothing except for surf and float around on a surfboard in the Pacific Ocean with, with both of them. It happened to me. One of them was was my son's last day in California. He was heading flying back the next day, so we were out there. My daughter was there too. I was just enjoying the moment, watching them, you know, be there. It was just a great day. The water was clear, and the same thing happened. Literally, like a few weeks later, when my daughter was going to head home, my son always had to go home because he had hockey. My daughter was going to head home, and we were. We, she and I were out there having the exact same day. Literally, the day before, it was very ironic and very weird, and maybe not so ironic and weird. And I had another one of those days with her, and it was just crystal clear waters, warm, watching her and enjoying her do something she loved, and just being out there in nature and in the moment. It was a cool day. And I said, I had the, I guess, the maybe the wisdom or just the blind luck of actually saying, I want to capture this moment in my head. And lots of times we don't do that. And I really did this thing where, you know, I've oftentimes referenced the Rush song, Time Stand Still, which is kind of not one of their best songs, but I've referenced that saying, you know, freeze this moment a little bit longer and make each sensation a little bit stronger. And that's what I was actually doing. I'm going, man, this is one of those times that I'm not going to forget ever. I hope (laughs) I never forget those two days. And they resonate with me. And I think that's the kind of thing that was like, wow, this is this is making me happy. This is one of those wonderful moments. And I didn't expect it. I'm just going to go out and, and do what we do lots of times. It just happened. But I was fortunate to recognize this thing that one of the things, and that's one of the things on my list that makes me happy. And it was wonderful to stop and appreciate the moment of happiness that I had, the moment of joy that I had, and recognize that, oh, gee, that's kind of weird. I actually like doing that. Maybe I can try to figure out how to get more of that into my life. I know I've got to work hard to be able to, to do that and have that kind of, you know, maybe freedom or flexibility, but it's worth it. So I'm going to work my rear end off to get me to those moments that make me happy. And that's one of them that I work hard for. I think it's, you have to kind of decide what your happiness looks like. If you go back to my doctor friend who said, you know, I had to think about it. Everybody gets motivated. Everyone has a thing that makes them happy unto themselves. And part of it is if you had trouble or you truly cannot think of more than seven things on the list that we did a few minutes ago, you have to start to think about what else do I like to do that really makes me happy? It could be curling up with a good book or watching a movie. You might love that. You may love going out with friends. You don't recognize that you do it so often. That may be one of the things that really makes you happy. I really love going out and having dinner with this group of friends that I have. Or I love grilling in my backyard. Or I mean, I'm not going to sit there and give all the examples. You guys know what they are. But what I'm trying to say is you have to recognize and start to consider what is it that is your happiness? What is it that makes you happy? 
And now, how do I get more of that into my life? Is it free? And I just need to carve out the time? Hopefully, those are those are the best ones, right? Where it's not something you have to work for or you know, your your thing that gives you happiness isn't expensive. Those are the best ones. If it's just something you can do and you have to figure out how to do more of it and get more of it into your time, that's an easy one. But it's something that you have to recognize and do. So that's where I'm going here. You've got to figure out what yours your happiness is and get more of it into your life for sure. It it really isn't that hard. We just gotta gotta just do it, right? All right, so let's talk about some other things. I want to talk about the, you know, the the idea everyone says, you know, count your blessings. Yep. Count your blessings in a wonderful way. A lot of times we do tend to focus in our lifetimes on the negatives. It's human nature. It's not easy to sit there and say how, and maybe it's not even in, in our nature. It almost feels like you're bragging to yourself. If you sit there and kind of focus on the things that you are blessed with, whatever that is, a wonderful brain. Most of you are, almost all of you, I would say most of you because we all know a few. Most of you are incredibly bright men and women. You can't do what you do without being smart. That's a blessing. Not everyone has the, the mental capacity to do what it is that you guys do or the, let's say, the, the, the mental fortitude to do it well under pressure consistently and not let your mind wander like many of us do that aren't in your field. That's a blessing, right? But we don't always sit there and think about how fortunate we are. We like to talk about, oh, I know, but, you know, I, whatever it is, I, I smoke. I don't like using that example because I hope none of you smoke. Please don't smoke. Or let's just say I, 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 I don't spend enough time doing the things I like to do. I come home and I, I work so hard that I basically just a vegetable. I'm on the road. I don't go out and do anything. I literally come back to my Airbnb and just vegetate. Okay, maybe that's something you feel is a negative. Let's focus on the positive. Let's not sit there and and focus on the things that you don't do well. Let's say, okay, listen, all right, so you've got a, a wonderful brain. Let's you know count our blessings of things that we have, which none of us do. And like I said earlier, I actually think that's programmed in our society because if you sit there and, and count your actual blessings, we're kind of taught not to do that because that means you're sitting there thinking, well, look at all the wonderful things that, that, are, that make up me. Understood, and I, and I understand that, but privately to yourself, you can count your blessings. It's not bragging. It's what am I grateful for? What am I thankful for? What have I been blessed with in my life that is important to me? It could be the person that you're married to, the person you're dating, the person that you... You know, are involved with. It could be your children if you are lucky enough to have some. It could be your parents if you're if they're if they're still with us. It, who knows what it is? It could be things that have nothing to do with anything you've done. You were just blessed with it, right? That's why you count your blessings because you were blessed with them. No matter what that is, your health. Hopefully, you're healthy. You know, it, all these things we don't think about because we're so focused on. Uh, you know, I, I I don't I don't do this very well, or I'm 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 maybe I'm. I struggle with eating or I struggle with, you know, I play video games too much, whatever. I don't know whatever it is. You, those are the things you got to stop and let yourself not get involved in. Hey, if video games make you happy, they truly make you happy. And I know people that it does knock yourself out. That means that's something that you enjoy. And who cares what anybody else thinks, right? If that's, if that's important to you, then go for it. Just make sure it doesn't affect other parts of your life, right? I wrote down here, carry a smile, because I think, I think this kind of goes back. I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. I should have organized this a little bit better. But carry a smile, I think, goes along back with when I was talking about people that tend to be happy all the time. It's really hard to be unhappy if you're smiling. 
if you are, are thinking about good things and you've got a smile on your face, your smile is one of the best gifts you have to other people. And so few people use it. It's, it is, it, it makes you look better. It makes you, it makes people around you uh, emulate your face. If you're smiling all the time, these are things that we don't think about. You're walking around as a sourpuss all day long. You're going to attract the same thing. And you're, it's just your, your physiology and everything about you. If you're walking around like this and I know them, I know people like that. You wear that, you carry that weight with you. So I guess I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but if you carry that smile with you and think about today, I'm going to, you know, I, I always look to think about the, the Saturday Night Live character. I can't remember who it was. Stuart Smalley. Most of you guys have no idea what I'm talking about because you're way too young, but there was a, a character on Saturday Night Live that was, he was kind of a you know self-motivation guy. And he said, you know, gosh, darn it. I, people like me and I'm worth, I don't know what he said, but it was, it was funny. And, and to be honest, that stuff is actually true. He would look in the mirror and kind of, Make and I think it was that's the the center from I think Minnesota that played the character Al Franken might have been. Anyway, he made himself feel better by looking in the mirror and smiling, and that's what they say. I should do that before this podcast. I should get a mirror out and smile in the mirror, and then put the mirror down and do the podcast. They say you should do that when you're anything that you're doing on camera, anything that you're doing in front of people. If you're going to be doing a Zoom call, or you're going to be interviewing. Let's say, and I do believe that's the future, by the way, of our industry is more you know, Skype type, Zoom type calls where you're actually doing your interview live. So people, and, and they're going to start judging you guys on that, right? So if you're interviewing like this, you're going to lose some jobs to some people that are bubbly, bright, and look like they want to go to that facility. Perfect example of, of why carrying a smile and having, you know, daily, you can do it, daily affirmations, whatever you want to call it, are important, really, really important to you. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the things that, again, anyone that's listened to anything I've done knows that I am kind of a disciplined person. It's what I need in my life. It's not because I'm regimented, certainly not. I never served our country. I, you know, I probably should have. Um, I wasn't fortunate enough to do that. Just the timing wasn't there. But having disciplines of what is what I've learned actually really helped me now because I was undisciplined. So I live a very structured life because it works for me. And guess what? It makes me happy because... It gives me some purpose. I feel, you know, like it's this age-old thing. You know, they say the first thing you should do in the morning, get up and make your bed. And then move on to the next thing. That kind of philosophy really works for me. Not maybe for you guys. But it get when I'm done with my day, I'm like, look at all the things I accomplished today. Everything on my list and then some makes me really happy. I feel good about Mark in this case. And I think if you guys did something like that, it would work well for you. So I, I, I choose a lot of life-improving disciplines, whether it's health or it's mental, you know, things, tasks that I have to do. You guys, again, anyone that's ever worked with me knows that I believe when you've got something bad that you have to deal with that day, whether it's, you know, telling a, a traveler that, you know, maybe they've been canceled or, or having to fire somebody internally who maybe isn't doing their job. I mean, I've had some tough, tough stuff. We'll talk about some of these as you guys continue to listen to Travel Evolved. I'm going to give you guys some examples of what it's like to be the CEO of a, of a travel company. It's wild. I've had some days where I'm like, tomorrow's going to be a horrible day. But you know what? I'm not going to let the whole day be that way. I'm going to figure this out, and I'm going to be disciplined and get the bad thing done quickly, whatever that is. And I've had lots of nights where I've laid in bed going, 
it's going to be tough. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm not going to destroy my whole night because of something tough I have to do or something that I'm not looking forward to the next day. So life-improving disciplines. You guys know, again, if you know me at all and listen to anything I've done previous to Trial Evolve, you know that I get up really early in the morning. I like to work out in the morning because I actually gives me energy. I sometimes don't need coffee and don't drink that much coffee because I get energy from working out first thing in the morning. And anybody that's ever worked out early will tell you that's actually true. So I love getting up and doing my first workout first thing in the morning so that it's like, okay, it's it's like my own natural coffee. It's a discipline. It's hard. Some days I wake up and go, oh, man, I want to. But I, I'm old enough that I have to drink a pre-workout drink, because which is just like coffee, I guess. Um, because I'm, I'm that age where I need that, <laughs> but I do, I take that first big swig of that stuff and it is strong and it makes your hair stand up. You're like, Whoa, okay. Now there's no turning back. I'm not going to crawl back into bed after I had a swig of that stuff because it is, it's like, you know, whatever you, you want to call it, it lights you up fast. And I do that specifically. So I'm like, okay, there's no excuse. Now I am up, I'm awake and let's go. Right. So choose some life improving disciplines and hopefully they are to help you get rid of some bad life choices that you can start to say, start with one, start with one. I don't care what it is. Maybe it is exercising. Maybe you say, I'm going to, I'm going to go for a walk on this assignment before I start my shift or right when I get done with my shift, whether I'm doing it around the facility, around the grounds of the facility, if it's a, if it's a safe place and it's, you know, you're not in the dark and somewhere you don't know, but I'm going to get some exercise in and I'm going to do that discipline. Do that for two weeks. See if you're overall mental and happiness doesn't improve. Having some life improving disciplines, I think, is incredibly important. It just it really is. When people talk about discipline, sometimes it's just accomplishing something that you need to do. I said earlier, you know, if I had something tough I had to do, but what if it's not tough? What if it's just some, a big project? What if part of your task at the, you know, at your new assignment was that somebody wants you to organize, I don't know, the nurse's station? Or maybe you're in you're in therapy and there's a new process or a new procedure that they want you to do. Or, or maybe it's you know, they want you to help. You know, gosh, you've been a traveler for a while. Maybe we want you to help us figure out how to staff and get you know get the most out of our staff here. So maybe you can help us with our therapy staff and help us with our scheduling. Whatever it is, and it's a big task. Get it done. Don't let things hang over. And I I do believe that if you accomplish an important task, pat yourself on the back. And say, hey, I did that. Whether it was something you weren't looking forward to, something you were looking forward to, if it was a big, important task, just get it done. And I think you're going to find those kinds of things that are disciplinary type areas in your life will absolutely start to affect your overall demeanor. And I'm talking to you guys, by the way, like you're all miserable. And I, I don't mean to do that. Most of you are not. So don't take this like, like I'm sitting there telling you how to be great and happy because all of you aren't. I'm just trying again point out in this episode that sometimes we lose sight of it. So for those of you that have lost some sight of what makes you happy, this is where I'm kind of going with this because it is the one chance you have. It's the one shot you have. Really successful people, I'm talking rock stars. I mean, we call them successful. Let's say people that have made it, right? People that a lot of us said they wanted to be, whether it's an actor, an athlete, a rock star. I don't think there's too many people that at some point in life didn't say, I wish I was famous. Most of those people that were famous went for it. I mean, they really, really went for it. Yeah, there's a few people who are lucky. Certainly some people were born into celebritydom, if that's a thing, from parents. But if you, and I've seen this, if you talk to and, and if you see people interviewed that are famous, they didn't 
give up. They went for it because they've said, you only go around once, so I'm going to make the most of this. I'm not just going to settle and say I went. I wanted to be you know, in, the, in a great rock and roll band, but it just never happened, so I gave up. No, those people are the drivers, and they said, I'm going to find the group of musicians I want to surround myself with, and we're going to make it, and here's what we're going to do. We're going to work, 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 work. I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that in your life. Why wouldn't you want to give yourself every opportunity you can to do something great, whether it's for other people or for you? Okay, here's where I want to pause a little bit, and I want to tell you. For the first time in a long time, not my life, but for the first time in this career, and those of you guys know I'm approaching my, this fall it'll be 22 years I've been in this industry. Here's my admission to you guys. I've never really loved this industry until the last couple of years. It's been what I learned it's been the industry I've, I, I, I knew. I've had a lot of successes in this industry. I've had a lot of failures in this industry. I've had both. It's been a great career, but I didn't love it until the last couple of years. Matter of fact, it took something kind of tough for me to really love this industry. And I do love this industry now. My job now gives me happiness. And that may shock some of you guys. But up until about two years ago, it wasn't a thing that gave me happiness. It wasn't bad. There was days that were good days or bad days, but I truly didn't love what I did. Does that make sense? Is that just being too brutally honest with you guys? I don't know. But I will tell you in the same breath that I absolutely love what I do now. I have found complete joy and happiness when I'm doing because I'm excited about this industry again. And a lot has to do with this. And what I'm doing with you guys and the feedback I'm getting, it's really driving me. So I can tell you that one of my 10 things now is my job. And I'm really lucky because I don't know if everyone out there can say that. I never could. You guys know I'm at the twilight potentially of my career. I, I maybe have 10 years left of, of, of a career. I'm kind of a workaholic, so I don't see myself retiring when I'm supposed to because I just don't want to sit around and I have to have something to occupy and I, I don't want to lose brain power but I will tell you the truth is I really do love what I do now and I haven't always loved that and that's just me being totally honest with you guys and I think that there's a lot of people in our industry that maybe don't love what they do and they just do it because it pays the bills they do it because they're good at it or successful or they kind of like it but this is something I love doing I hope for you guys that you love what it is that you do and I hope that you love the traveling aspect of it if you don't, what are you doing this for? And I don't mean to sound cryptic or whatever, but if this isn't making you happy, or let me qualify that, if being a traveler isn't a means to giving you happiness in other areas of your life, in other words, financial, <clears throat> excuse me, or freedom-wise, or flexibility, you name it, all those could be part of your happiness. It doesn't have to be that you just love being a travel allied professional, for example. But if it gets you to the 10 things that make you happy, then there you go. You're there. But hopefully for some of you, actually being a traveler makes you happy. That's where you want to get to. If it's not, what I'm going to suggest to you on this episode is that you start looking at what is it about this industry? Maybe it's the position you're taking. Maybe it's the recruiter you're working with. Maybe it's your own personal you know, radius of where you only want to go. There's got to be something in there that maybe isn't connecting those dots. 
try to see what it is. What is it about this industry that you don't like? What is it about the, the assignments you've had or that you're currently on that you don't care for? Let's learn from that and let's figure out how to eliminate that part of the, of the travel aspect of your life and fill it with the things that do make you happy. What's the last assignment you had that you loved and why? What was it about it? Was it the people? Was it the location? Was it the, pay, was it the money we're making? All those are appropriate answers. But you guys have to sometimes take a break and pause and think about it. What did you love about it? Where is it? Where, where is it that I can find more of that? And that's where your travel game starts to get really good. Because once you're really loving what you're doing, or you're so happy because the financial aspects or the freedom or flexibility, whatever it is that allows you to have the things you love is, is being accomplished by you, then life gets really, really good. And you are now a traveler for all the right reasons. And I would say, I'm telling you, for those of you out there that can't stand the industry, don't are not a, are an unhappy traveler, consider making a change and consider going back to staff or getting out of healthcare in general. Whatever it is that's going to make you happy, think about doing it. It's, it's okay. You're not giving up anything. You're changing your one life you've been given to make an improvement on it, and it's okay. So I, I've, I've talked to travelers that have said, I'm kind of done. And I'm done with everything. And we all know that this is not for many, for many specialties out there, this is oftentimes not a very long career. Because of the nature of healthcare in general, the way that the hierarchy works at facilities, you, we could go on a list for a thousand different things. But there are specific reasons why this is a short, oftentimes for some people, career. And travel can either change that and make it a longer career or can sometimes exacerbate it and make you want to end it quicker, depending upon... I guess your results and your experience that you're having out there. Today, I want you to think about for a second again. I'm going to ask you to pause this there a second time. You don't have to pause it, but just as I'm talking here and you're barely listening to me, I want you to think about when was the last assignment you had that you were truly happy on and come up with the two or three reasons why. And it may be more than one is what I'm getting at. It might be that you had it was a combination of everything. Everything was in sync. The people were great. The facility was, was state of the art. I loved the location. The money was great. Who knows what it was? Maybe it's all those, or maybe it was just a couple of those things. But that means that's what you want to start to migrate and start to think about. How do I duplicate that assignment? How do I? It can I? First of all, can is that something I can duplicate? Can I figure out if the people are great there? Sure, you can do some research. You can ask some of your 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 friends, my people on social media. You can certainly talk to the manager. You can get a better vibe. But think about what it is that's going to make that assignment a lot happier. And I think that you're going to be a happier individual. Okay, let's, let me switch gears a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about some of the things I said earlier. There are actual physiological reasons why being happy are going to help you. They, ju they just are, absolutely are. First and foremost, I guess let's just talk about how good it is for your heart, your mental state, your overall health. Being happy it has been proven to be good for your heart. It's good for your overall well-being. If you're happier... You look better. You feel better. Typically, right? If you, it is like I said. If you're miserable, you're focusing on your misery. I don't care if you've got arthritis or you've got something that's an ailment. That's that. If you focus on that, it starts to go like this, right? But look it up. Go ahead and if you don't trust me, trust and verify. As I always say, Google benefits of happiness, physiological benefits of happiness, and read 30 articles and tell me if I'm wrong. They all talk about heart health. 
They talk about mental health. They talk about your overall physiology and how important being happy is to that aspect of your life. And it's a big deal. It strengthens your immune system. That's also been proven. Look that up too. Again, don't just believe what I'm saying. I don't want you to believe anything you hear, including from what, what's coming out of my mouth. But trust it and verify it. Hopefully this will let you go, well, I'm going to go check it out. Maybe not listening to me is going to help this, but maybe actually going on and researching is going to go, wow, there's actually a lot of proof that, that being happy is good for you. So good for everybody. But check it out. You'll see. It strengthens your immune systems. You can combat stress. You're going to have less aches and pains. You're going to live longer, potentially. All these things are all part of the physiological, and the physiological aspects of being happy. It's not just a better life. It's a healthier, longer, more fulfilling life that you have to live however long you have to live, right? How long we have. You're going to enjoy it more being happy. You know those people, and maybe I'm one of them, that are just so... You got to eat healthy. You got to work out. You got to. Sometimes we irritate the crap out of people. I know I get it. I have people who are like, will you stop? You know, it's for me, right? It's not for them. What I do makes me happy. What they do makes them happy. It's like anything else. You're not going to be able to force that onto somebody. I will tell you that if there are things that you like that make you happy, it'll it'll become your own religion, so to speak you will start to want other people to experience what it is that you experience. I don't care what it is. And unfortunately, we can't. We can't do that. We can't have, you know, people want to like things. I always talk to my son about this. I'm like, I want you to like the things I like, but it's not fair of me to want you to like things I like because you're your own person. When you were younger, definitely. I know my son played hockey. I know he did because I have a passion for that sport. And I think he wanted to please me and he wanted to play hockey. And it did. By the way, I got a lot of living vicariously through my son. I just did. It's just the truth. And everyone that knows me knows I did. It's just a lot of dads do that. It's not uncommon. But now that he's 17, it's time for him to make his own decisions on what he wants to do. It turns out he likes to snowboard more than he likes to play hockey. Awesome. Be a great, go have fun. Be a great, don't have to be a great snowboarder. Just go have fun. Be a snowboarder. That is one of the things that gives my son absolute happiness and joy is snowboarding. And we happen to live in a state where you can get crazy, wonderful rides in that it's unique. So go for it. Take advantage of that. I want him to be his own person. So that's the thing you have to also recognize. What is good for other people isn't your own happiness. And I hope I'm making that really clear today is that I really want today to be where you guys start saying, man, I got to, I got to take a, I got to pause here for me. I got to stop I got to think about what I'm doing. I'm going through this life. I've been there. This is the reason I'm again, maybe because I'm older than almost everybody out there listening, or at least I'm right there with you guys. I'm just telling you as a friendly reminder to stop and pause for a second and start to think about your life today. What did you do today? What did you do yesterday? What was different? Was there anything different? Was it the same thing every day? And is that because you love it or because you're just going through life and doing it? Start to figure out what it is that you want to do and go out and do it. Make yourself happy. Become the person that you want to be. Just don't wait till tomorrow. Do it right now, today. That's where I'm trying to go with this one. And I hope that being a traveler either is one of those 10 things or five or six or seven of those things are because of your the fact that you're a traveler allows you to have and do the things you want to do. Does that make sense? I know I'm saying the same thing like eight different ways. I think for many of you, 
it doesn't necessarily have to be that I just love being a traveling respiratory therapist, right? I, that, that may not be your, it is, it, what it is. You may have gotten into respiratory therapy and said, I like it, but I'm good at this, and this is my, my trade. This is what I'm going to do for a career as a living, and I'm good at it. I can make good money, but it's not what makes me happy. However, the money I make, the fact that I'm traveling, that allows me these five things in my life that truly do make me happy, therefore success, right? And I think I explained it better that time than I have before. Maybe you guys all get it. But that's what I'm trying to get to is that life is better when it's got happiness in it. Figure out what it is that makes you happy and recognize those things and say, how do I, how do, I do that more? How do I have more of that joy in my life? What do I need to change in my lifestyle to make me more happy? Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we have. When you're hopefully lucky enough to be at the twilight of your life and you know that it's going to be over relatively soon, and you've, but you're fortunate enough to get to that point, which most people are, by the way. Most people get to live a full life. Most people do, which I want you to recognize. It's, that's a wonderful thing that we get. Few people don't, and it seems like everybody doesn't. But the fact is, most of us get to live a, a nice long life. We'll see where we all are, right? It'd be nice to look back at that life and say, I did it. I did this. I did this. I did this. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to like have your hair on fire and do everything if, if that's not your thing. But the things that made you happy, I hope that you get to look back and say, I got to do those things as often as I possibly could. And that's the, the idea behind the episode. That's the thought I want to leave you with today is how do I make sure sometime in the future when I look back on what I've done, how did I, how did I do on making myself happy and at the end of the day that's what you can hope for guys i know it was a weird one i kind of had fun with this one though and i i, I jumped all over the place it actually kind of changed as i was going with what i thought but I, I think the point i wanted to make i got across and again sometimes when i do an episode i want to take a break from the number crunching and some of the stuff that we do and i, I there is a reason behind why the, the like i say the, the cadence and the, the the sequence of what i do Specifically, so that I can give you guys these these moments to go. Oh, that was kind of interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Then I've never done that before on the air. I could tell it was coming. Um, that's what I wanted this episode to be. It's one of those that made you go. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that. And like I've always said, if I get one person out there that said, "Hey, man, I really appreciate that. I, I actually was kind of going through things, and I realized I love to do this, this, and this. And since I listened to your episode, I, I did it. One person, one of you that does that, that makes me happy. And <laughs> that's what I want to do. So as always, I appreciate it today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope this one did resonate with somebody. I will. Uh, I got some. I got a good one coming up again next week. Uh, not that this wasn't, but I've got some stuff planned. And um, we're going to talk a little bit more and get, get involved a little bit in... Uh, like I always promise you guys about kind of a little bit of backstory so you guys can see where I am. I wanted to bring you guys in the loop of what it's like to to be on this side of the desk for those of you and have it be completely transparent and open. So that's going to be coming up here pretty soon. I'm getting my thoughts together on how to, how to fold that into what I'm talking about during that day. And I've got some good thoughts on that. But I want to start telling you that story because I think having a story on what's happening uh, is going to kind of make it a little more interesting for you guys. And it, 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 there is a story about what's happening, which is really cool to me. It's been a lot of fun. And I want to bring you guys into what is making me so happy and why I'm so completely energized and excited about this industry like I've never been. And, I mean, I hope that said something to you guys. When I told you that I was not that happy for 19 years, 
but all of a sudden I'm happy again. I hope that's sparking some curiosity as to what what it is because I I do believe that things are going to change in this industry for the better. They we went through this weird period of time this last year, and I think it was a good thing. There was some really good and some really bad things that kind of happened within the industry based upon, you know. COVID-19 and how that affected everything and specialties that were in high demand and, and specialties that were not. A lot of really unique things came out of that. And I actually believe the overall industry of being a traveling healthcare professional is going to be better for those travelers, for all of you guys, because of it. You just have to trust me in this one. But I, I see things that you guys sometimes can't see because you don't, you're not in this, you don't look at it from this perspective. You don't have this perspective. And there's some really cool things coming, and uh, I, I, I just can't wait to start talking about them. But I, I got I to do it in the right, the right way and make sure we're doing it. So, guys, I will catch you guys next week, and thank you so much for listening to me this week, and I will see you and talk to you again next time on Travel Evolved.